0: St. Luke is the only evangelist who mentions that after Jesus was baptized that he was praying. In fact, St. Luke, more than all the other evangelists, is very careful to highlight how often Jesus went off by himself to pray throughout his public ministry. And we're going to set that aside for just a moment and now focus on another detail that St. Luke highlights. And that is the voice of the Father. You are my beloved Son. In you I am well pleased. This voice of the Father was Heard for our sake. Jesus knew throughout his life that he was the beloved Son of the Father. But he wanted us to hear this in order that we could come to understand the mystery in front of us, the unique relationship that Jesus had. With his heavenly father. But what is even more wonderful is that this reveals what we too become through adoption by the grace that we receive in baptism. You are my beloved daughter, you are my beloved son. This is what the Father proclaims and pronounces over us at the moment of our baptism in Christ. And this is why the most important part of our mission as Christians is to be conveyors and mediators of this pronouncement of the word of the Father, this word and bestowal of belovedness. And in all of our relations, we are to affirm this word in the heart of every single person. This is the most important thing that a parent will do for a child, or a godparent, or a grandparent, or an uncle, or an aunt, a niece, or a nephew, toward each other as parishioners, the most important thing we do is to mediate this pronouncement of the Father's voice that we would help each other to know that we are beloved, how much God loves us, and that through the way that we treat each other, that we affirm this day in and day out, to affirm this new identity that is given to us by God. When this identity... And this true sense of worth is not heard, received, and affirmed. Then lies can come in and take the place. These lies can be spoken to us from other people and within our culture. And they can find a home within our heart. Let me give you some examples. For example, the lie that I am a failure, that I am a mistake, that I don't really matter, that I'm not worthy of love, that I have to earn love, or that I have to be perfect in order to be loved. There are many people today where these lies have found a home in their hearts. And they actually believe this. And they believe it because, unfortunately, they have not come to know, to receive, and embrace their true identity as beloved daughters and sons. Of God, And when we do not receive this, then we seek our identity in many other things and in many other ways. For example, when I do not know my true identity and my true worth, then I become more desperate To need to fit in with my peer group and with the standards of the culture. For example, in order to fit in, I may think that I have to be cool, and yet I can never be cool enough. I may think that I have to be sexy, and yet I find that I can never be sexy enough. I think that I have to be macho, and yet I cannot be macho enough that I have to be smart, that I have to be strong, that I have to be athletic, and if I fail or fall short in any of these standards that are temporarily set up by the culture, I think that I'm a nobody that I am useless, all because I do not know my true identity and worth. There are a lot of people, because they lack this, who seek their identity too much in the things they have, in the houses that they own, in the cars that they drive, So many people become way too identified with these things. I remember growing up, we did not have much means. And we always lived in small, very humble homes. And we drove these used junk cars. And because I did not know myself in God, I was always embarrassed and ashamed because of the way that my family lived, because my friends always had it better than I had it. And so my heart was filled with jealousy, with envy, and anyone who lives in that state is not happy. Because I did not appreciate my inner beauty and my inner worth, I placed way too much time and energy on my outward appearance. And I became very vain, spending way too much time in the mirror who that could never tell me what I truly am. And of course, then you had to have the perfect body, the perfect hairstyle, just the right glasses, the right fashion and clothing styles, all because I did not know who I was. And God forbid, if mom would would leave those bell-bottom jeans in the dryer too long and they would shrink, it was mortifying the whole day at school to walk around in those jeans. Because my identity was way too much in these exterior things to try to compensate for what I was confused about on the inside. Workaholism, a big problem in our day, Way too many people identify themselves too much in what they do rather than who they are in Christ. And so when they lose their jobs or they are limited by their physical health, their life falls apart and they think that their life is now pointless and that they are useless. Again, because they do not yet know their true identity and worth in Christ. My dear friends, this is why you and I need to pray like Jesus. When I pray, I look at the Father looking at me. And I can receive that affirming pronouncement again and again and again. You are my beloved Son. In you I am well pleased. So that this can become the core identity like a pillar within my heart that no one can take from me. And when I receive this and live from this, like Jesus, I become free. I become confident. I become strong and secure and no longer controlled by the opinions of others and of the world. I can stand in my true identity and worth. And I cannot help another person know this if I don't know it first myself. And this is why the most important thing I do as a priest is to pray, is to hear the voice of the Father over me again and again, the bestowal of belovedness and of my true dignity and worth. When Jesus comes to us in the Eucharist today, we become one with Him. And in that union of that moment after communion, let us receive anew this pronouncement of our true worth and dignity. You are my beloved daughter you are my beloved son this is our baptismal heritage and we must claim it and own it and live from it amen